Yo, welcome back to the show. Today we are discussing should you build, cut, or focus on body recomposition first. Now, before we get into the show, I just wanted to remind you of our online coaching service. If you're lost as far as how to create your best physique, if you're already working your ass off in the gym, if you're already working hard in the kitchen, you're consistently hungry or trying all these different diets, but still feel like you can't build a lean, strong physique you want, we're here to help you achieve clarity and build so much structure around exactly what you need to do with your training and nutrition over the next six to 12 months to achieve the physique you want. So again, if you need guidance here, click the link in the show notes to apply for coaching with our team. And from there, let's get into should you cut, build, or recomp first. So here's where you're at. You're not happy with where your physique is at currently, and you know that the body you want requires some combination of losing fat and building muscle. That said, you're just not sure. Should I enter a building phase, focus on adding muscle tissue, or should I focus on shedding the fat first and worry about adding more muscle later? Now, the path you choose here is important. This could be the difference between having the physique you want 12 months from now or realizing you spent months moving in the wrong direction. So let's get into how to know which direction to choose. This is really the approach we take with online clients when helping determine from the starting point in coaching which route we're gonna take. Okay, so really here we have three options. You can either A, enter a fat loss phase, AKA a cut, B, enter a building phase, AKA a bulk, or C, enter a body recomposition phase, which is where you are losing fat and building muscle simultaneously. So let's start off with a building phase. So a building phase um, is a period of time focused on teaching you how to fuel your body for the absolute best training performance in the gym and recovery from said training. Now, during this time, you also must be sure that you're training in a manner that will actually stimulate muscle growth. So from what we've seen with new online clients, the building phase is the most often where people need to spend more time, as most have avoided this in the past in favor of constant dieting. So the question is, okay, so why do I need a building phase? So achieving a lean physique with plenty of muscle definition first requires having plenty of muscle tissue on your frame. Most people who don't have the body they want, despite the fact they've been consistently working hard in the gym and keeping tabs on the nutrition for the last few years, simply don't have enough lean muscle. Sound like you? Here's what you fail to consider. Unless you're new to science-based training and nutrition practices, like our online clients follow, building muscle is much harder when you're underfeeding your body. So while you probably noticed a dramatic transformation the first six to 12 months you got into training and nutrition, You've also noticed your physique hasn't changed much, if at all, over the last one to two years. This is usually caused by constantly trying to diet and build lean muscle at the same time, but with where you're at in your fitness journey, this is no longer feasible for a few reasons. And again, this is so damn common with new online clients. We have people come on board who have already gotten past the beginner stage. Okay, for my first, so let's say you've been in the game for You've been really into training and nutrition for about two to three years, which is pretty common with most of our clients. And over that first year, especially, you saw great progress. You saw your body get leaner and you added a good amount of lean muscle tissue. Now, the problem is you continue to try to do it all. You continue to try to add muscle mass and lose fat at the same time. But really, that's led to for the last year or so, you've continued to feel like you're spinning your wheels. Which is why, again, for most people, we need to choose to go more focused in one direction, aka a building phase. So, again, um, us trying to do it all at once, us trying to lose fat and build muscle at the same time, 
really just isn't feasible anymore for a few reasons. One, eating in a calorie deficit, aka eating fewer calories than you burn, seems to reduce your baseline levels of muscle protein synthesis, as well as the degree to which your body increases muscle protein synthesis as a response to consuming protein. So here I'm going to cite a study called Assessing the Role of Muscle Protein Breakdown in Response to Nutrition and Exercise in Humans. So muscle proteins are constantly turning over, i.e. broken down or degraded and synthesized. The balance between the rates of synthesis and degradation of muscle protein pools, i.e. net muscle protein balance, determines the amount of that protein in muscle. So <laughs> to translate that, being able to build muscle across any given time frame comes down to something called net protein balance. Your muscles are essentially built from protein, or more specifically, the amino acids that you consume within protein. Muscle protein synthesis, or MPS, is the process of your body repairing slash adding to your current muscle protein. After you consume protein, levels of MPS spike for the next two to three hours before returning to the baseline. The size of the spike depends on, to an extent, the amount and quality of protein consumed. Resistance training also spikes MPS, but it's not just as simple as eat protein, train, spike MPS, build muscle, because there's another sinister force at work here, which is muscle protein breakdown or MPB. This is the process of your body breaking down muscle protein. Now, your muscles are basically, your muscle proteins are basically stuck in a constant battle between MPS and MPB. Sometimes the rate of MPS is greater than MPB, sometimes vice versa. Now to build muscle, you need positive net protein balance, meaning more MPS has occurred than MPB across any given time frame. And to lose muscle, you need negative net protein balance, meaning more MPB than MPS must have occurred across any given time frame. So understanding this, it'll clearly be much harder for your body to add lead muscle if you're constantly under eating slash dieting. And why this is why eating more food in a building phase will put you as a client in a much more advantageous position to add some physique transforming lean muscle. Next, your ability to train hard will suffer if you're under eating. So calories are energy. So when you're eating in a calorie deficit for fat loss, you're literally in a quote unquote energy deficit and thus have less energy to freely spend on things like pushing hard in your training. Lifting challenging weights is the primary signal to your body that adding muscle is important. So if training performance is suffering because you're under eating slash dieting, which is very common when you're dieting, building muscle while losing fat is gonna be much less likely. Next, calories are your body's primary recovery resource. So building muscle is more than just training hard. To actually grow new lean muscle tissue from what you're doing in the gym, your body needs to be able to fully recover from all the fatigue you generated in a training session. And this really ties into something we call the SRA curve. So I want you to imagine going into a training session, your body is at a baseline. Now, within that training session, as we accrue stimulus from doing our sets, we also accrue fatigue. There's a lot of fatigue generated. So our body dips below this baseline. The fatigue pushes your body below this baseline. I think the muscle tissues that you train below this baseline. Now, just to get back to where your body was previously, you have to recover. You have to be able to remove all that fatigue we created and to an extent, just get back to that previous baseline. Now, only once we've removed all that fatigue and returned to that previous baseline, then is actually when we see growth. So as you understand from this, again, muscle growth doesn't actually occur until after your body has recovered from all the fatigue that the training session created. 
Um, one of the primary resources that your body uses to help your recovery is food, especially the carbs and proteins that you're eating. Now, the trap that many people fall into is constantly training hard, but not providing their body enough the recovery resources slash food and sleep needed to adapt and build new muscle. Thus, you're stuck in a place where your body can just barely recover back to its previous baseline before you train a muscle again, aka you're always training hard but never actually building muscle, so your body is always stuck in the same place. And this is, again, another one that's super common. People think like, okay, well, I push super hard in the gym. Why am I not progressing? Again, things to kind of seem to kind of just be stuck in the same place. And again, the problem isn't that you're not working hard enough. It's that your body can't actually recover to the point where we can see a new adaptation. Again, we're basically pushing below that baseline and our body has just enough recovery resources to bring our body back to its previous baseline before we train again. So we're kind of stuck in this place where we're, uh, I'm always working hard, I'm always pushing hard at the gym, but I'm never actually making progress, <laughs> which is the worst feeling in the world. So when you enter a building phase, you're finally giving your body all the recovery resources it needs to actually fully recover and adapt to what you're doing in the gym. So you're able to build lean muscle at a much quicker rate than before. Next, your body is more likely to use protein as a fuel source when you're under eating. So when plenty of energy, aka calories are available, your body prefers to use carbs and fats as its fuel sources as the process of converting protein to a usable energy source for your body is very inefficient. That said, when dieting and short on available energy, your body just doesn't have enough energy coming in in the forms of carbs and fats to fuel itself so it can potentially start breaking down more muscle protein as a fuel source. And of course, it depends on the severity of the diet, but it's pretty obvious why dieting would again be suboptimal for building muscle. So in a building phase, our online clients are focusing on properly fueling their bodies to be able to train hard, fully recover, and maximize lean, maximize lean muscle tissue growth. Now, a building phase will typically last anywhere from four to nine months within online coaching. At the end of it, you'll have a considerable amount more lean muscle than before, which will dramatically improve the way your body looks and feels in the long term. Again, most people who don't have the physique they want don't have enough muscle, and that's the primary problem. Most clients that start coaching with us are in a place where, hey, maybe I would describe myself as like skinny fat or a little bit fluffy, but I definitely don't have a ton of body fat to lose. My body just doesn't have the shape it wants. If that's you, again, you need a building phase. You need to add more muscle. Um, this is the most, we started with the building phase because this is the most common path new clients take is, okay, first and foremost, we need to focus on building and adding more muscle tissue to your frame. That's the biggest piece that's missing, keeping you from achieving the physique you want. And typically it will be anywhere from four to six months of building, two to three months of cutting, and then you'll have the physique you want. But most people think, hey, I just need to lose more fat. I just need to lose more fat. But again, like no matter how much fat you lose, if you don't have the prerequisite amount of muscle, you won't look the way you want. Okay, so let's get into the pros and cons of, or of building first. So now that you have a great understanding of the benefits of a dedicated building phase, again, let's just weigh out the pros and cons to help you decide if you should build first. So the pros of a building phase, you'll add muscle tissue and see significant strength gains, better training performance, and more energy throughout your day, and you get to eat more food. Now, from there, moving into the cons, you will likely see some body fat gain. Um... Seeing visual changes takes longer as building muscle is a slower process than fat loss. During a building phase, we push most of our online clients to gain about 0.5 to 1% of their body weight per month. 
Now, seeing the scale go up in a building phase can be a scary thing, and is usually why people don't have a successful building phase without the guidance of a coach. That's why that objective opinion, like us here as coaches, to talk you through, hey, look at your measurements, look at your progress pictures, look at how much your strength has gone up in the gym, look at all your improvements in the logbook, look at how good your biofeedback is. Like, very clearly, we're seeing very minimal fat gain here and a lot of muscle tissue growth. But Without that objective outside opinion, it's so hard to not just look at, shit, the scale is going up, this is freaking me out, I need to enter, enter another fat loss phase. But that is exactly why so many people stay stuck in the same place for years and years. Um, but again, as discussed, we don't want you to be in a calorie deficit, losing fat here, as it's much less optimal for muscle growth. So really, if you're not seeing the scale increase, you're probably just not building muscle. With the weight gain during a building phase, you will inevitably gain a bit of body fat, and feel a little fluffier, and that's okay. Building muscle is a very slow process. Gaining one to two pounds of muscle per month is great progress, but understand that fat loss happens much quicker. So you can easily lose one to two pounds of fat per week in a fat loss phase. So any fluff gained here will be lost very quickly in the subsequent fat loss phase. So from here, let's get into how to know if you should build first. When deciding if you should focus on building or cutting first is important to objectively weigh where your physique is currently at. And I would say you should build first. Typically the clients we push to build first are those that A, don't have much body fat on their frame, but still don't have the body shape they want. So you simply don't look the way you want to because you don't have enough muscle, not because you need to get leaner. B, you might classify yourself as skinny fat. C, you recently lost a significant amount of body weight, being 10% or more of your total body weight. Now, this doesn't have to mean building in the manner described above if you still want to get a bit leaner, but realize that you just significantly push your body from its previous body fat settling point. This means that your hormones, energy levels, and metabolism will be working against you if you enter another cut at this point. So for online clients in this scenario, we highly recommend a period of time focused on eating more food, adding lean muscle tissue, and improving hormones and biofeedback before pushing for fat loss. So for example, this case could be like, Let's say your goal is to lose 40 pounds. You get um, 30 pounds down and you decide to take a one week diet break. That said, biofeedback is still in a very bad place. You're really struggling in the last six weeks. Your diet was an absolute grind. Okay, in this case, what I would say is, hey, let's take a little bit longer at maintenance. Maybe we take a month at maintenance. We just focus on restoring your biofeedback, giving you more food, really improving your training quality, adding lean muscle tissue, and then once biofeedback is normalized, then, so again, hunger, energy levels, motivation, libido, all these things are more normalized, then let's push, then let's get those last 10 pounds off you. And it'll be much easier and likely more sustainable simply because it's not as much of a grind. Okay, so finally, to wrap up this conversation around building, um, let's talk through a few real world examples from our online client roster and how they, we decided that they needed to focus on building first. So first example is my client, Paul. Now, Paul, we worked together for about nine months. Paul started coaching on a mission to look like Thor for a photo shoot. Now from the start, we established this was gonna be a long game. The end result he wanted required him getting shredded, but first he needed to add some muscle to actually look like an Avenger, and was already starting the process very lean. So. Paul was someone who had already been training for a very long period of time. He's a coach himself. Um, he was definitely, by anyone's definition, he was in great shape and he had a good amount of lean muscle tissue, right? 
That said, he hadn't tracked his macros before. He hadn't followed a ton of structure with his training program. So I knew that he still had the opportunity to add a good amount of muscle because there was still a lot of low-hanging fruit. And I also knew that for the physique he wanted, he just needed more muscle tissue. So the first six months of this, pro this process, we spent in a building phase where we pushed him to eat more food to optimize his training and recovery. Now, during this time, he added 20 pounds and definitely got a bit fluffier, but he also added a considerable amount of lean muscle to his frame. And then the final three months, we pushed him into a fat loss phase to strip out the fat while maintaining all of his new muscle. Now, at the end of this process, Paul uncovered a dramatically different physique than he had nine months ago because he was willing to play the long game of entering a build first. He absolutely crushed his photo shoot. Um, we were so stoked about the end result. Again, it was very cool to see someone who had already been training for as long as Paul. It was crazy to see the amount of muscle tissue that he was able to add by actually going through a dedicated building phase where he was tracking macros, where he did have a ton of structure on his training, where we were making sure he was progressing his logbook consistently. Another good example of this is my client, Kathy. So when Kathy and I started working together, we actually got her lean for a photo shoot right out of the gate. Now, after this, we actually spent about 11, 11 months focusing on building, eating more, and maximizing performance in the gym with a special emphasis on glute gains. Now, after months dedicated to building, we dropped her in a phallus phase to prep her for another photo shoot, which brought us to this very cool, and I posted this very recently on my Instagram story, her back shot side by side. And it's so cool to see because in these two pictures we posted up side by side, she's the same weight, but her body composition is so much different. Her entire posterior chain looks completely different. She's very clearly leaner, but also has a lot more muscle tissue. And again, weight is the same. All right, so next, digging into a fat loss phase. So during a fat loss phase, the primary result we're pushing your body for is fat loss. New trainees with a decent amount of body fat or those that are detrained, so used to train but have fallen off the wagon, will still be able to add a notable amount of muscle during this time, aka body recomposition. But as you understand from our discussion on the building phase, you won't be putting your body in nearly as optimal a position to build muscle. Now, this means that those of you who have been taking a smart approach to your training and nutrition for a decent amount of time will likely just maintain your current muscle mass in the fat loss phase instead of actually being able to build. Okay, so the next question that we typically get asked is, why do you need to enter a fat loss phase at all? So many online clients will start coaching with our team complaining that despite training in a smart manner for a long period of time and being relatively strong, they still don't look like they lift. Now for these clients, the reality is they often do have a well above average amount of muscle mass. It's just currently covered by body fat. Usually they've been consistent with their training and in a relatively smart manner, but less so with their nutrition. And this I would say is most common with coaches that hop on board with us who already have a very good understanding of programming and program design. And again, I've been training in a relatively smart manner, definitely have an above average amount of muscle mass, but don't pay a ton of attention to their nutrition. They've kind of been in this place where, hey, I love training. I really like, I started training other people because I love to work out. But again, don't have a good enough grasp on nutrition to really use that to support what they want to accomplish with their physique. So in this case, a fat loss phase will completely change said client's physique and leave them looking much leaner and more muscular. Now the change isn't because they've added significant muscle during their fat loss phase, but rather because they've uncovered slash made more visible all the muscle they already had. 
On the other hand, some new online clients will start coaching in a position where their body fat is too high to enter a building phase. So usually above 15 to 20% for men, 30 to 35% for women, and we need to get them leaner for improved health. After a fat loss phase, their improved health will allow their bodies to prioritize adding lean muscle tissue. So we have to understand here again, like for men, if we're getting above 20%, for women, if we're getting too far above 30% body fat, then we're in this place where um, cellular health is likely decreased. Insulin sensitivity is worse. All these things that are going to impact nutrient partitioning, that are going to impact the ratio of muscle to fat that you built, your overall health, it's going to be so much less optimal that we can put your body in a much more advantageous position to build more muscle and achieve a better physique if you first focus on getting a bit leaner. And at the end of the fat loss phase, your physique will look lean and tight. Whatever muscle you have on your frame will be much more visible than it was before. Many men and women will end this phase with visible abs. So some pros and cons of starting with the fat loss phase first. Starting with the pros, you'll look leaner. For most people, achieving the look they want ends with the fat loss phase. Most of you want a physique that entails more muscle and less fat. So after a building phase, we take you through a fat loss phase to uncover a lean muscular physique. A fat loss phase is what leads to the lean look that most people want. Next, if you're at a higher body fat, it can improve your health and put you in a more advantageous position to build productively after. The cons are most will struggle to build muscle during this time. Um, if you don't have a decent amount of muscle going into the fat loss phase, you'll likely just look skinny at the end training performance and recovery suffer, and you don't get to eat as much food. So the question is, who should cut first? And again, it's important to look at where your physique is at objectively here. So you should probably start by cutting first if you're at a higher body fat percentage, again, over 15 to 20% for men, over 30 to 35% for women. So even if you do want to add more lean muscle to your frame, if your body fat is relatively high, it's a good idea to start the process with a fat loss phase. With higher levels of body fat come reduced levels of health. Again, things like your insulin sensitivity and cellular function can suffer. In turn, meaning it's harder for your body to add muscle tissue versus if you were a bit leaner. Next, you already have a decent amount of muscle mass. As mentioned before, if you already have a good amount of lean muscle and strength, but feel like you still don't quote unquote look the part of someone who lifts as much as you do, you just need a fat loss phase to make all your muscle you've already built much more visible. And finally, you haven't lost a large amount of weight recently. If you recently dieted and lost a significant, lost a significant amount of weight, it's not a good idea to jump immediately into another diet as your hormones and metabolism just need time away from dieting to return to a healthy homeostasis. That said, if you haven't dieted in the last nine plus months, you're likely in a good position to start a fat loss phase. And next, or to wrap this conversation up, I should say, some clients who we've taken through, who we started the process with a fat loss phase um, as examples of when it's a good idea. So a first example would be my client, Julie. Now, Julie had spent a good amount of time focusing on eating plenty of food and making sure she was doing everything needed to maximize muscle growth before we started coaching. So really how this went about is um, she was building on her own for a very long period of time. She started programming only with me for a couple months. I coached her through the final couple weeks of her building phase and then we started a fat loss phase. Now, again, at the start of our time working together on her nutrition, 
she was pretty fluffy. Um, again, if you follow me on Instagram, though, we knew that she had a good amount of lean muscle tissue under that. But again, she was at the point where, hey, like, I'm feeling pretty fluffy. I don't love how I feel right now. But she had very much, like, props to Julie. Julie's a badass. Um, uh, she had spent such a long time already focusing on, like, knowing, okay, I'm adding muscle tissue, I'm adding muscle tissue. This is going to pay off when I get lean. And it absolutely has because now she is ripped um, and she definitely had a very good amount of lean muscle tissue built under the fluff. Like her building phase was very productive. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, I post, I just recently posted Julie on my feed and I share her on my story quite a bit. But um, that's such a good example of this. Another good example of this is my client, Cassidy. Now, Cassidy started online coaching and wanted to lose body fat and building lean muscle. That said, we knew at the onset of, the, of this process that the number one focus for improving her overall health was going to be fat loss. So really, with Cassidy, um, she started coaching with the goal of losing about 80 to 90 pounds. She wanted to get stronger along the way, but again, we knew like, hey, fat loss is the number one outcome that we want. Um, and she ended up losing what? I believe she lost 94 pounds. Now, again, and this was definitely a long game. There were multiple one to two month maintenance phases, splitting up the fat loss phase. But again, like she absolutely got the results she wants. She lost over 90 pounds. She crushed the process. But again, that's that's another good example of where like, hey, for your health, again, like we have these two things you want to accomplish, building lean muscle and losing fat. But for your health, um, the fat loss just needs to be our primary focus. But again, those are two examples that are kind of... <laughs> two examples of where we use a fat loss phase but they're kind of the opposite of each other where julie was definitely still within a healthy range but hers was just like hey we know you have a good amount of muscle tissue underneath like any body fat that you have the best thing we can do to change your physique is to take you through a fat loss phase next all right then finally we need to discuss the body recomposition phase so a body recomposition is building lean muscle and losing fat at the same time aka what we all want right so basically, you're getting the benefits of the fat loss phase and the building phase at the same time. Now, some people can catch this magic unicorn of losing fat and building muscle simultaneously, but it's really not extremely doable for everyone. So if you don't fit into the category of people who should take on a recomp, please don't waste your time trying. Really, you're better off starting a dedicated fat loss or building phase. So first, the pros and cons of starting with a body recomposition phase. Pros. For beginners and detrained individuals, it is very exciting to see both strength increasing in the gym and your body losing fat so quickly. And it also really gives you the best of both worlds, fat loss and muscle growth. The cons are, A, for those who aren't pure beginners or, or detrained, this will be a very slow process. You won't see the quick rate of fat loss you would in a ded dedicated cut or necessarily experience the quicker strength gains you get from a building phase. Also, it requires tightly controlling all the variables. A body recomposition has you walk in a very fine line as you're trying both to lose fat and build muscle at the same time. So unless your training, nutrition, sleep, stress management, and nutrient timing are on point, you'll struggle to see results, again, excluding the beginners and detrained individuals mentioned before. So to get into this, who should try for body recomposition? Now, really, most of you listening listening to this, this is probably what you're thinking, like, oh, hell yeah, that's what I want. But really, most of you probably shouldn't try for this. I want to make sure this is clear. 
As many people waste years always trying to recomp and never actually seeing their bodies change as they're advanced enough that they need to choose to either cut or bulk. Again, this is such a common situation I have with new clients where it's like, hey, I've been trying to recomp for the last like two to three years. And I really want to I really want to work together on a recomp. It's like, okay, how has that gone for you the last couple of years? Do you think maybe the reason you're not seeing progress is because you spent the last few years trying to cut and and build muscle at the same time it's it's such a common scenario that i have and again that's why i say like the most common thing we do is push clients into a building phase because typically people who have been like trying to lose fat and build muscle at the same time what they need past that beginner stage typically what they need is to enter a dedicated building phase add more muscle tissue and then go through after about eight to nine months of that then go through a dedicated two to three month cut and then they'll have the physique they want but it is so easy to oddly it's easy to like I just want to keep trying to recomp. I just want to try to keep recomping because that's almost more immediately gratifying and literally stay in the same place. Like, okay, that might be more immediately gratifying. Nine months from now though, you're going to be in the exact same place you are right now. Or you can do this uncomfortable thing of building for six, seven, eight months, but nine, 10, 11 months from now, you can have a dramatically different physique. Choice is yours. Um, so kind of a side tangent. <laughs> okay. So that said, a few people who can successfully take on a body recomposition phase. Again, those who are new to training in a smart manner. So if you haven't been in the gym much at all or have been training with something like Orange Theory or F45 and suddenly switch to following a smart individualized training program for building muscle like our online clients follow, you'll likely be able to see a significant body recomposition effect. Next, those who used to train consistently slash have built a solid amount of muscle in the past but have fallen off the wagon. So if you've previously built more muscle than your body currently has, getting said, mus said muscle back is much easier than the first time you built it because your body does have muscle memory. So you're able to regain the previous muscle tissue and lose fat simultaneously much easier than someone trying to build muscle for the first time. And finally, those who aren't already very lean, but also don't have a large amount of body fat to lose. So if you're already super lean, your body will just need more fuel in order to actually prioritize muscle growth. Individuals in this case are better off focused on building. Now, individuals with a lot of fat to lose, of course, should still focus on building lean muscle in their training, but the primary target with nutrition should usually be quicker fat loss versus a slower recomposition approach first. And then finally, some examples of clients who successfully recomped and explaining why we pushed them in that direction. So my first example is my client, Jenna. Now, when Jenna started coaching, she was brand new to training in a manner focused on building muscle. Now, she wasn't super lean, but we also knew she only had about 15 to 20 pounds of body fat to lose. This made her an excellent candidate for body recomposition. Again, we knew that she was going to be able to train very, or she was gonna be able to build muscle tissue very quickly, but she also didn't have so much body fat to lose that we needed to focus on like a pure dedicated cut just to make sure her health stayed in a good place. My next example is my client Kendall, who is another one that I just recently posted to my feed. So Kendall was a former college athlete and had a good amount of lean muscle tissue on her frame in the past, but was detrained. And we also knew that she wanted to lose a decent amount of body fat. So again, the fact that she had a lot of muscle in the past meant that she was a great candidate for body recomposition as we could take advantage of muscle memory for the recomp effect. We'll also see her losing body fat very quickly 
And Kendall's crushing it, by the way. She is just about to go on her honeymoon, and she is down, I believe we just passed the 37 pounds of body fat down mark. And she has added back a significant amount of lean muscle to boot. Her abs are absolutely popping. Again, I just posted her on my feed like three days ago. Uh, when you listen to this five days ago so definitely go check that out and that is how to know if you should cut bulk or recomp first now if you need expert guidance applying these principles to your physique transformation click the link in the show notes to apply for online coaching with our team we apply proven science-backed nutrition and training methods through individual individualized coaching to help you get the body you want and teach you how to keep it for a lifetime and that is all i have for y'all for today As always, thank you for tuning in.